Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night. John Katsimatidis here. The number one show at 5 o'clock. And uh, we're heard worldwide after sundown. We're in 36 states from Miami all the way to northern Canada and northern Europe, I, be- I believe. And uh, we have a great show for you today. And uh, in the studio with us today, we have uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, a common sense Democrat, and a common sense Republican, former chief of staff to Rudy Giul- Mayor Giuliani. Mayor we Giuliani. have Tony Car- Carbonetti. How are you guys? All is good. good. Thank you. And a surprise guest in the studio. Hey, hey, hey. We have, the, well, you, you, everybody knows. The famous Ernie Anastas. Ernie, how are you? John, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. This is a this is a you wonderful. You look like you're at home. Well, I, I feel at home. You know, have this you ever is a done very this before. This is a very friendly staff. I have to tell you, I walked in the studio today, and everybody on this. Hi, hi. How are you? It's, this is you set the tone, John. People know that you've got a great spirit, great attitude, and wherever you go, people are happy. Who I doesn't love that. know you, Ernie Anastas? You're an icon. Oh, you're a legend. You, oh, you spent a few you, years up at Harvard now, and yeah, uh, I had a little fun. Back. Yeah, I had a good time, and now we're back and uh, doing some positive well, at stories. Least you were there. Uh, poor Bill De Blasio went to Harvard, and they threw him out. <laughs> Boston yeah, should well, have kept him. Uh, I'm t- no, no. The, the important- he was a Red Sox fan, you know. Red Sox, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll tell you something. The most important thing that we all know is to be able to be enjoying what you do. We love the information business, right? That's why we're all here. We love to be able to talk about issues, uh, find ways to uh, inform people. You know, I-, I learned something really interesting from Walter Cronkite. Cronkite once said to me, and he was a wonderful guy. Remember his voice? This is Walter Cronkite. 92% of the people believed what he said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the most trusted man in America. I remember Walter said to me one time, Ernie, he said, this is what we do. He said, we are watchdogs. We're not attack dogs, and we're not lap dogs. We're watchdogs. We bark and let people listen and let them respond to what we're talking about. I love that. But he was giving out facts, not opinion. Yes, that's yes. right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was all fact It was news, not those, you. Those, yes. Well, it was day yes. when yeah. uh, CBS was owned by... Uh, yeah, uh, Frank Stanton, Bill Paley. Bill Paley. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I, yeah, those Bill were... Paley, I remember meeting him, and uh, he was a good guy. He really we was. We managed his airplane. We managed his did golf Did you really? Trip. Yes, we did. Now, uh, and Lydia, uh, uh, my sidekick here, Lydia Serrano, yeah. and we have a great show for you today, and I understand uh, Bill O'Reilly standing by. And then right after Bill O'Reilly, see, Bill O'Reilly gets precedent. Yes. Uh, we have Vice President Pence, so stand by for him, too. Absolutely. So first on the line, we have Bill O'Reilly. He's a prolific author of the Killing series, 20 million books sold, Killing the Killers. Uh, no, not Killing the Killers. That was his previous book, Killing the Legends. Killing the Killers was before, but there are 12 books and they make great stocking stuffers. He also has a show on WABC Radio Monday through Friday at 9 o'clock. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Bill O'Reilly. You know, Anastas has the best hair in the business. <laughs> Bill, he hasn't aged. He hasn't no, aged. He still looks 39. He looks the exact it's same. Hey, Bill. I don't know what that is. Bill, it's but, good, to, uh, good to hear your voice, buddy. You are the best. You know that. Well, thank you, Ernie. I mean, uh, we go way back uh, to when uh, local news actually mattered in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it does anymore, but uh, those were the halcyon days, that's for sure. You bet. If you walked in here, Bill, you'd realize Lydia and Ernie should be on TV 
me, John, and the judge belong on radio. <laughs> not hard to figure out who belongs where. We have the faces for radio. It's true. We work together back at CBS News and <laughs> yeah. also at Fox 5, and he yes, even came did. to my wedding. So yes, Ernie exactly. has been a great mentor for me through, throughout the years. But so Bill is also a giant. We know that. He's a he's a journalist, a journalist, of, right? I mean, they don't make him like they used to anymore. Bill O'Reilly, what do you, what's on your mind? Well, I was, uh, you know, it's Christmas week and Hanukkah week, and um, trying to be charitable, but I'm not feeling real charitable in the sense that there's a big movement going on in New York City, and I, they have uh, Adams's attention to provide, that's a key word, provide homes for the homeless, okay? So the latest stat is 60,000 people in New York City don't have anywhere to live. And the shelter system is dangerous. We had a stabbing over the weekend um, there. And, you know, a lot of people don't really want to go in there. So it's a vexing problem. But when I see the uh, Coalition for the Homeless People and the other groups, they're basically demanding that New York City and state taxpayers provide, give homes to people out on the street. And I'm saying – this isn't really fair because a lot of those people on the street are there because of their irresponsible lifestyle. They're addicted to substance. I think it's 70, 75 percent fall into that category. So I'm supposed to give them a home. What about the working poor people living in the uh, tenement apartments uh, who are tr- trying very hard to move up and obeying the law and doing what they should do? We don't give them homes. We give heroin addicts homes. And that's pretty much essentially what it is. Hold on. Bill, wait 10 seconds. We have some breaking news. Lydia? Hit the breaking news. Okay. We have... News. WABC. The Supreme Court has paused the demise of Title 42 migrant policy, keeping expulsions in place for now. So that's a big deal because it was set to expire on Wednesday And there were some estimates that we could have seen upwards of 15,000 migrants coming in the country every single day. So that's a big deal. Title 42 remains in place. What say you, Bill O'Reilly? Well, um, it's a good ruling, but it's not going to do anything at the border. You're still going to have thousands of people coming across every day because the Biden administration will not enforce immigration law. Here's the key to this whole thing. Immigration law says, the law says, if you want asylum in the United States, you are to present yourself at a port of entry. There are 51 of them from Brownsville to San Diego, 51 ports of entry. You are to present yourself and your credentials, who you are, and explain to the Border Patrol, to Homeland Security, why you'd like asylum. That's a law. But under the Biden administration, They don't do that. If you get here, if you're wandering around the desert, if you get one foot on U.S. territory and you say to the Border Patrol agent, I want asylum, the Biden administration takes you in and most likely you will be released in the interior of the country. And I'll never see them again. Some of them. Um, But it's staggering because most people don't understand and the migrants surely understand that they get here, they stay here. I think it's about 80% now. They get here, they stay here. 
forever. And, you know, the press has been covering this up, um, not reporting it. Now it's so bad when the city of El Paso declares a state of emergency, uh, they have to say something about it. But I've never seen anything like this except, and, I, you know, I don't want to bore you with history. I'm a historian. You know that. But the only thing I've ever seen like this is when James Buchanan was president in the 1850s and the South was looting and raiding the arms depots for the federal government, taking arms, and Buchanan did nothing about it. And, of course, that led to the Civil War when Lincoln came in. Tony well, Carbonetti. Well, now we have these borders, these border towns, like you mentioned, that are being overrun. How do you do a budget for your schools, for your hospital system, when you don't even know how many people you have? They're ruining all these cities. Well, listen, quality of life has just gone down the drain. But Adams is screaming now he wants, what, $10 billion just for the migrants who have found their way to New York City. Bill, we so spent $2.2 billion on those 60,000 homeless people you mentioned. The budget, right. homeless service, $2.2 billion. He also wants to build facilities like they did um, on, uh, where did they build it? On that island, Randall's Island. Oh, right. And nobody went. Right, no that one went. Total waste of, oh, he spent $17 million on I think. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So you can see how this chaotic, this chaos envelops people and uh, the country. And meantime, at the White House is like, oh, you know. I mean, well, he, he's I right never, that they should not be sleeping on the street. Like I, I agree with the mayor. They well, should not be. They should, they're mentally ill, Vice or as Bill says, on drugs. Vice President Pence is coming on after Bill O'Reilly, and my discussion with him is, I believe in immigration. We want immigration. I turn yeah, to— We should know who's he here. Said, Vice President Pence says, my, my uh, uh, grandparents came here in 20, in 1923. Hmm. I said to them, my grandparents came in 1913— Peter King, I turned to Peter King, and he says, my grandparents came in 1903. 1910. 1910. 1914. Yeah, sure. I want people to come in that love America, want to work for America, mm-hmm. that, that take a pledge of allegiance to America, and no criminals that were let out of uh, jails in Venezuela or whatever, no, crim- no terrorists, no drug dealers. So all I want is immigration, yes. But no orderly and documented. Or, orderly and documented. If they bring in mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. let's make sure they don't have any diseases. So when they go to school with our kids, that they don't transmit the diseases to our sure. kids. Yeah. So immigration, yes, but subject to checks and balances. And people would call that common sense policy. Absolutely. Fundamental. And I said that to the vice president. Yeah. When our my parents came here, John, I know when your dad came here, you had to have a guarantor, somebody that w- could vouch for you well, that my, you could pay your own bills. My two brothers had to sign that if my father didn't pay the rent, right. he, they would have to pay it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And now we're just bringing everybody in. To your point, Tony Carbonetti, this is not this is not sustainable. Even Barack Obama said it recently. It's not sustainable. So Bill O'Reilly, uh, this is a big question. Why is President Biden doing this? It's not even Democrats are saying this is crazy. Governor Gavin Newsom went down to the border and said this is not sustainable to do this. Yeah, Newsom's fault. He's a big sanctuary guy. So that was the biggest bunch of bull I've ever heard. <laughs> The reason that that the progressive left and they control President Biden wants the flood of uh, foreign nationals into the country is because it alters the demographic in states like Arizona and New Mexico. It hasn't altered it yet in Texas, but there's a little bit of a difference in uh, California, certainly. And the demographic goes Democrat. When my people came from Ireland, the first thing that they did when they got off the What ship, year, Bill O'Reilly? What? What year? This was in the 1860s. Oh, my the, God. You, you almost came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother's side did. But my father's side, they came um, because the crown, the British crown, took their land and county cabin, and they were homeless. Then, and two 16-year-old boys got on a death ship in Galway and came to Brooklyn. The first thing that happened after they um, presented their names to the uh, authorities, and there was no Ellis Island then, was the Democratic Party signed them up. And that has continued. And people who come from other countries, most of them need assistance. Mm -hmm. They need assistance. Hey, Bill, can I ask you a quick question? Bill, you know, listen, one of the things that you know, because uh, you and I have done some work together, one of the things I like to do is find a problem, uh, discuss the issue, bring it to the forefront, and then try to find solutions, try to find answers to the problem. So how, how massive is this thing that we're talking about with the migrants? And where do we go with this? Is there a solution? Is there an answer somewhere? Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you got 5 million to 6 million foreign nationals already here since Biden was inaugurated right. less than two years ago. Mm-hmm. Say that number slowly. That he's not going to stop it because of the midterms. He didn't get repudiated enough. He's not. So you're going to look at another 10 million in here. Um, and the deadly narcotics is now at a record level. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna you'll you'll see a double of the 120,000 who died from overdoses in 21. By 23, there'll be 250,000. Big number. Yeah, Here's Bill. Number. When Sarah said that the other day, five million people. This this uh, people. The amount of Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, the population of Los Angeles in the last two years. Just that's right. And picture that's, that in your head. The ones that got in without the Border Patrol and Homeland Security knowing. doesn't count them. Wow. So, and then you have Schumer come out in a total reversal, because Schumer used to be the, yes, we have to support immigration law. Now he goes, I want to give amnesty to all of them, mm-hmm. all of them, because this alters the voting patterns in certain states in the Democrats' favor, and that's exactly what is happening. Well, thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, we hate to we could talk for you, talk to you for hours, but we'll listen to you tonight at nine o'clock. Uh, Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, Monday through Friday, every night. What are you going to talk about, real quick? 
I'm going to talk about Ernie Onassis' hair. <laughs> I don't know you got to see his face and skin, too. You only have an hour. <laughs> He's got more hair than all of us. Come on, you guys. Hey, Bill, you're at his advanced age, how he does it. So I want to know what the products are. You know, <laughs> Bill, I'm going to leave you with a quotation. I love quotations. OK, when someone asks you how old you are, you say, I'm old enough to have life figured out and young enough to live it. Oh, my oh, God. I like that. Okay? I love how do you like that yeah. one? There sure, that's, that's for you, Bill. We'll, we'll be listening to you tonight on WABCRadio.com, 770 on your dial, and in, we're in 36 states on that time. And uh, thank you, Bill O'Reilly. Number one show at 9 o'clock. Thank you so thank much, you, Bill, Bill O'Reilly. Thank you. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.